It's 8.43, and of course, this is time for us to move into the pages of our books, small stories, big ideas, massive inspiration. And the book we're looking at today is a book that was one of the six finalists for the Man Booker Prize. It didn't win the final prize, but it is an extraordinary book. As the Times has said, unforgettable. The Guardian calls it absorbing. The New York Times calls it lyrical and remarkable. It's called The Shadow King, and it's by the Ethiopian author Maza Mengista. Now, when Ethiopian-born Maza Mengista discovered that her great-grandmother had taken her father's gun and gone to war in the late 1930s, it became the seed for the novel The Shadow King. In 1935, the Italians invaded Ethiopia for the second time. It was a precursor to World War II and the first of many atrocious battles of that particular war. Mengista's novel follows the journey of Hirut, a young serving woman who takes her father's gun and goes to battle with the Ethiopians against the Italians. The Shadow King is a powerful reading of war, modern war, brutal war, war that tears at the souls and hearts and lives of many, war that highlights the violence of man against man and man against woman. The narrative arc is told in a diversity of conflicting voices. It delves into the minds of all the players, the Italian and Ethiopian players, the soldiers, the warriors, the cooks and the kings. It promises to take you beyond the truly brutal and into the lyrical, which of course raises the question, can war be lyrical? No, but the writing of it can, and in the telling of powerful women and their actions, it is. The Shadow King, as I mentioned, was one of the finalists for the Man Booker Prize. And when I read the winner, Shaggy Bain by Doug Stewart, my gut told me that that book was going to be a winner. But after reading The Shadow King, I'm not so sure if it should have been anymore. Mengista says that when she wrote of the book, she thought of a song. And if it's a song, then it is truly mythological in its singing and well worth the read. Just to give you a sound bite, here we take this sound from the BBC. How does it feel to have been shortlisted for a Booker Prize? It is unbelievable. I cannot tell you. It was just, um, it felt like some part of my world exploded open. For me, the biggest thing was finishing the book, which took a really, really long time. And there were so many years where I didn't think I was capable of writing it. So to have it published and then have people read it was wonderful for me. But to get the call uh, that I was first longlisted, uh, I cannot tell you, it was just, um, it felt like some part of my world exploded open, you know, that, that things were possible. When I started the book, I was really interested in the history of, um, you know, this Italian invasion of Ethiopia, of uh, people who rose up and fought against an army that was better equipped than them. And after five years, somehow, you know, illogically won. And um, I became really interested in the ways that this colonial enterprise that we're so familiar with around the world, how it used myths, lies, and photography to justify their subjugation of millions of people around the world. It became more than a, a story about this war for me. It became really an investigation on, on how we live with each other. I was not directly connected to that trauma of that war, but something, something happened in the process of writing this and in the process of reimagining part of what the, I knew the Italians did, it started to weigh on me. Um, it made this history alive in a, in a way that was also very heavy. 
Um, and what I wanted to do in the writing was have the reader experience some of that in such a way that it became bearable. That is Mother Mengista, Ethiopian-born author and the author of the book, The Shadow King. Just to give you a taste from it, this is uh, as the young women who are getting ready to fight against the uh, Italians prepare. They've been shooting at our armies for weeks now, Asta says to Herut as she points down to the crate of discharged bullet casings beside her. Her face is drawn, tense. We're high enough in the mountains that they can't reach us yet. She pauses. We have to be ready. One day we'll have real bullets, real guns, she adds. Did Getty teach you how to make gunpowder, she asks. Herut shakes her head and gathers a handful of the used casings. They're standing next to Asta's tent, waiting for more women with the powder and the salt that Asta requested. Ahead, a group of villagers ease up the last step of the hill, and each woman is stooped beneath a back-breaking load of firewood. Two of them wave before veering off to what used to be the cook's area. The camp has been in upheaval since the cook left, the disorder escalating amidst the never-ending stream of deliveries. Harut has looked for signs of the cook's return every day since she left, but it's been four days now and even Astra has stopped glancing at the horizon while going about her tasks. You'll have to learn how to make the bullets, Astra says. Find someone to teach you. That's a snippet from The Shadow King by Maza Mengista, and it is a worthy read indeed, and in fact probably one of my best books of this year. Indeed, uh, Salman Rushdie has said it's a brilliant novel, lyrically uplifting, and a history towards myth, quite correctly so. It is almost mythological. Lemi Sisse has said, incredible, I've read nothing like it before. Maza Mengista rises as Toni Morrison rests. The baton has been passed and taken swiftly.